0: Warning, do not be afraid. Your listening device is set up with the proper settings, and someone would likely be upset if you were to start making changes this late in the game. You may feel that your normal experience is... off. Or that things may be... may have been adjusted in your absence, but know that all of these things, all of these changes are entirely within your personal perception and do not represent the world around you. Things are normal. They are the same. Time does not need to be spent on correcting the thing that is not different in any way. Yes, do not worry, yes, do not worry about the things, yes, everything is fine. Welcome back to Morning Synth. It has been some time and we've been waiting for you. We're glad you're back. And just in time, too. On today's episode, we bring you chicken with broccoli, sweet and sour chicken, lemon chicken, chicken and garlic sauce, mugu gai pan, cashew chicken, kung pao chicken. General chicken, chicken teriyaki, almond chicken, chicken in black bean sauce, sesame chicken, chicken with snow peas, wushu chicken, orange chicken, morning chicken. With your preference of sides, you may choose one of the following. The aerial diet, tuning the world's dumbest instrument, wood, elephants, how to not die at work. Please fasten your seat belts, swimming pool, and the Greek alphabet. Who am I? Who are you? Who are we? My name is Julian Andrews, and with me, as always, is Eric Santos on The synthesizers. bringing us some tasty licks.
1: I am a dog,
0: I eat off of the ground, I do a lot of stuff on the ground, eat, sleep, lay down, rest, sun, the thing that my housemates don't want me to do while they're in the room. As I get older, I'm transitioning to a more aerial diet. I try to only eat the foods that are airborne. Lucky for me, my owner loves throwing food. I lay in wait, watching the strong yet bony hands of my master as they dance around their plate. Every time food is lifted, my heart jumps. My mouth is watering. I send them. The eyes. We have liftoff. I am focus. I am energy. I am the flow of the river and all of time inside of it. I see the little bit of chicken leave their hands and subtly, there's nothing but the chicken and I. I am surrounded, not by darkness, but by emptiness, no distractions, just chicken. 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 My gaping maws move toward the bit of chicken, as if they were the rays of the sun hitting the earth. My bear trap of a face ensnare the target. Mission accomplished. The world starts to repopulate around me. All of this happens in the blink of my owner's eyes. They only sense movement and see no evidence of a bit of chicken ever existing in the world. I am content for now, but await another course of my diet. We often find ourselves in fields, big fields, usually hot ones with lots of bugs that we don't recognize. This time, the field is in the middle of Texas. We flew out here on a mission. We were a task, and we supplied our own tools. The specialized tools that were sent ahead of time to help achieve this job were, well, lost in the mail. But we stand in this field, ready to attempt, at no personal expense but our own sanities to tune the world's dumbest instrument. The pitch, however, isn't musical, although it is quite loud every time we test it. The pitch is keeping Julian off of the ground. We drive Julian to the tower, undo and redo a couple of bolts, pull a ratchet a few times somewhere in between. Julian jumps and Eric drives to the other side of a lake to grab a measuring tape to make sure the pitch matches the requirements it never does sometimes julian is too fast and he hits the danger spring in air glass sometimes julian is too slow and nearly kasplats the dirt mound They do this for three days and get on a plane and feel weird. The field and instrument are largely unchanged. The instrument will never be tuned. Which side is the inside? Inside of the earth lies a dormant seed biting its time, patiently waiting. But the dirt and sand, clouds are accumulating, seeping up the water and vapor from the oceans, the rivers, and the atmosphere. The shifting winds brings the clouds above the land and they begin to shed their stores upon the landscape. A droplet falls, bitter patter, another, another. Drip, drip, drip from the sky comes the essence of life raining down onto the soil. The rain starts to pool before it slowly starts its journey sifting through the earth towards aquifers and water tables. The dormant seed no longer waits as it starts to lap up the water. Now a chance to give it a go and see what may come. With stored organic energy, it combines nutrients with the water and the process begins. First, The seed peeks open to reveal a tiny sprout. The sprout starts to work its way through the soil, converting the stored energy into digging through the dense forest ground. A few days pass, a few more. Finally, the sprout breaks through the topsoil and the tiny leaf breathes in its first breath of oxygen. The sun sprinkles its rays upon the photosynthetic membrane. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna restart this part. A few days pass. Oh, not the whole thing. A few days pass. A few, a few, long shit. A few more. Finally, the sprout breaks through the topsoil, and the tiny leaf breathes in its first breath of oxygen. The sun sprinkles its rays upon the photosynthetic membrane, converting sunlight into energy, which fuels the sprout to keep growing. One hundred years later. The tree stands a hundred feet tall. Its branches and leaves add to the forest canopy to help protect other saplings from being overexposed early in their lives. The tree has withstood storm after storm, drought after drought, and fire after fire. It has been the refuge of birds, squirrels, bears, and insects. A place to escape, a place to rest, place to eat. A tree sips on carbon dioxide, fueling the metabolism that lets the tree thrive, and slowly exhales oxygen as it grows. One day, a buzzing sound rises on the ridge. Men with saws are felling trees in the forest, logging and harvesting. This tree is a small piece of fabric stapled onto its trunk. It's been marked for timber. A chainsaw roars to life as the operator revs its engine, preparing to make two deep cuts. He holds it up, chained chain parallel to the earth, and presses it smoothly against the bark. The chain cuts through the tree like a hot knife through butter. And soon, the tree is only connected to its trunk by a sliver. In mere minutes, the tree is lying on the ground, dead. The machines come to pick up the tree, and load it onto a semi-truck to be taken to a distant mill. Once there, the tree is loaded onto a conveyor to mill its lengths into long, neatly dimensioned boards, useful to the average carpenter for coaxing shapes out of a once living thing. Eventually, the tree, now lumber, makes it to a rack at a lumber yard, again waiting for nature to take its course. A budding carpenter. Lays eyes on the most beautiful grain, with the perfect shades and fancy figure. An exchange, a load, and a move, and the carpenter is back at home, eager to begin their project. Careful planning, the carpenter reminds himself measure twice, cut once. Gotta make this count. The plans are laid out. The pencil marks are drawn. Machines are whirring and the cutting begins. Straighten the edge. Table saw. Jointer. Sander. Glue and clamp. Bandsaw. Router. Sand. File, sand, file sand, file, sand, glue and clamp, router, drill, sand, spray, sand, spray, sand, spray, polish, sand, drill, screw. After 10, days working tirel- after 10 days working tirelessly in the workshop. The carpenter is now a luthier and a guitar is born. The luthier chose to leave the grain exposed to admire the natural beauty of the wood and to let the tree be seen and played, to inspire and calm, to breathe, and sing. I'm sorry. After many strongly worded letters, we have decided that it is in our best interest to do so. We would like to publicly acknowledge that elephants are indeed real, even with their comically long noses, grandiose ears, and handy nose. So to set the record straight, We now present, elephants, things you should know. Number one, there are three species of elephants in the world, which is one less than humans. The Asian elephant, the African savanna elephant, African Forest Elephant. They are the last surviving members of the Elephantidae family the Proboscidaea group. This is highly likely due to ancient relatives of humans hunting elephants to death, namely the mastodon and mammoth. Elephants have very large hearts. The average elephant's heart weighs approximately 12 to 21 kilograms. Their typical heart rate is about 28 to 30 beats per minute, which is about half the speed of what their heart rate would be if it beat twice as fast. Next, their name rhymes with sycophant and hierophant. Surprisingly though, when rhyming a word with another word, you cannot assume that those words inherently have anything in common. In doing so, there might be grounds to label you as a hierophant, or potentially even an elephant.
1: Number two. Elephants are highly intelligent beings.
0: It is believed that they act as a form of governance for the world of intelligent creatures.
1: They exist in the wild, being smart, and roam wide open spaces so that they have
0: direct line of sight communication to their orbital satellite transmitters. C. Elephants are a keystone species. This means that they play an essential role in the functions of an ecosystem. When elephants go extinct, we'll know. Actually, you might be around for it.
1: Five.
0: Elephants are social creatures with complex communication abilities. Elephants produce vocalizations that allow them to communicate with other elephants, to express anything from imminent threats, discomfort, affection, worry, happiness, this and also they're able to coordinate group movements settle disputes and attract mates elephants are able to distinguish family members and non-related groups apart from each other elephants also produce infrasound which are low frequency rumbles produced in their forehead and chest and these sounds can travel up to 30 miles These infrasounds can be felt in the footpads of other elephants, which makes them aware of the movement and location of other elephants. So, we hope that the wishes of our riders have been fulfilled, and that you learn something new about the Earth's largest land animal. Grandma on epidurals, they took the pain away and traded it for weakness. We understand that since things are different again, not different in the way they were last year, well, kind of like that, but more so different in the way that they were before. Either way, you're probably working better. Bad work. Making the dollars grinding at the old stone, picking up where you left off, and circling back to it, (laughs) memos. Hopefully, you're able to listen to podcasts while at work, and if you are not able to, we deeply apologize for your boss and their dang old ego trip. Anyways, work is pretty soul-sucking and emotionally sucky and kind of physically bad news. So we thought we would share some tips on how to survive work. So here it is. How to not die at work. Number one. Remain breathing. Number two. Do not put your finger in the finger-removal area. Number three. Look bigger in the face of danger by inflating your air sacs and hooting loudly. Number four. Avoid encounters with the ocean. Number five. Eat plentiful and be merry but not too plentiful and certainly not too merry number six don't blink number seven don't listen to your doctor about coffee it tastes good and will never leave you number eight Tell Corey from Publishing that politics are fun, but you forgot yours at home. Number nine. Eat your boss. Number 10. Punch everyone on your floor. Number 11. Take the printer. 12, and fucking run for it. It is important that before we get boots on the ground, we double check to see if we have enough bandwidth to make it impact. We wouldn't want to circle back and close the loop without first inking the deal, pen on page, money in hand.
1: Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: My friend is going to drive me to the airport so I can take my vacation. There's traffic on the way, but I like my friend. And at the end of the traffic is my vacation.
2: It takes longer than
0: expected but I plan to be at the airport several hours before my vacation. Kind of like a pre-vacation. So I'm not worried about the delay. We get to the pad of the airport where I get dropped off for my vacation. My friend has trouble parking. The police officer honks at us. There are no police on vacation. I have to leave a bag with some of the airport people. That means I'll have these things with me later when I'm on vacation.
2: I miss some of my belongings.
0: But I have a smaller bag with items more essential to daily travel. These things will get me to my vacation. I have to wait in line again. But this time, people will look at me under my skin. It makes me uncomfortable, but it is an important part of vacation. I have proven that I'm made out of bones and now have to wait for my vacation plane for vacation. It has arrived, but has to be cleaned, which is understandable, but also kind of annoying because now I have to wait longer for my vacation. The plane is ready, but I do not have Enough frequent vacations to get on the plane early for my vacation. I have to wait for the others who have had more vacations. It is finally my turn, and I'm walking onto the plane for my vacation. There's someone in my seat. Well, excuse me, you're in my seat, which I will need for my vacation. I will not get up. You will have to sit somewhere else. What? I will not get up. You will have to sit somewhere else.
2: Fade the black.
0: A flash of red. I am being escorted off of the plane, there are some people crying and some are screaming, my wrists hurt, the person escorting me off the plane does not seem concerned with all my bags of things that are with the airplane people. The person tells me that I'm going to have a very long vacation. One that I might not come back from. Vacation. i When I was young, or younger, I remember living in a complex neighborhood. Things were simpler. But That's what my parents called it. There were probably 40 or 60 houses. But it always felt like hundreds. We all shared a pool. I remember being too young to go alone. And we had to share it with others. Most of the time pool was full of teenagers and weird skunky smells but on occasion I'd get the chance to jump off of the hot dusty concrete and be surrounded by water this was no bath water Everything that baths were not. Every time I jumped in that Band Aid filled a rectangle, I was somewhere else. I was someone else. I sometimes had a hook for a hand and one less eyeball. Sometimes I was a heartless killing machine looking for its next meal. Sometimes, I was just lost, hoping to find an island. I've gotten older.
1: It's gotten hotter.
0: And I spend a lot less time in swimming
1: pools. I'm
0: often in the real ocean. It doesn't feel like the way things felt back in that. bring you your daily Greek alphabet, sponsored by the concept of knowing things that were old old once, maybe new again, maybe relevant, Alpha. Beta Gamma Delta Delta Epsilon
2: Zeta Eta Theta
0: Iota Kappa. Lambda, Mew, New Psi, Omecron,
1: Pi, Row, Sigma, Ta, Epsilon
0: so si. and Omega,
2: you're <laughs> Five, stars, five stars.
0: Knee Deep in June, by James Whitcomb Riley. Tell you what I like the best, long about Knee Deep in June, about the time strawberries melts, and the vines of afternoon. I like to just get out and rest, and not work at nothing else. Orchards where I'd rather be. Needn't fence it in for me. Just the whole sky overhead and the whole earth underneath. Sort of so as a man can breathe like you. Makinda has elbow room to carelessly sprawl out lengthways in the grass where the shatter's thick and soft. And the kivers on the road, and mother fixes in the loft, alas, when these company. Just a sort of lays in there, it's lazy, He peeks in here through the waving leaves above, like a feller rats in love. You don't know it, nor don't care. Everything you hear and see got some sort of interest. Maybe find a bluebird's nest tucked up there conveniently for the boy it's apt to be, or some other apple tree. Watch the scoot scootin' past, about as peered as you could ask. Hear the bob white raisin whiz, or some others whistlers. Catch a shatter down below, and look up to find the crow. or a hawk her way up there, apparently froze in the air. Hear the old hen squawk and squaw, or wherever chicken she's got. Sudden like, and she knows where that air hawk is well as you. Just bet your life she do, Isaac Linton, like glass, wait until he makes a pass. Pee-wee singin' to express my opinions, second class, yet you'll hear him more or less, Sapsick's getting down a biz, weeding out the lonesomeness. Mr. Blue Jay full of sass, and them baseball clothes of his, sportin' round the orchard Jess. Life you own the premises. Sun out in the fields consists. flat on your back, I guess, in the shades where glory is. That's just what I'd like to do, stiddy for a year or two. Play, if they ain't something, then work at Kendo goes agin'. My convictions long about here in June, especially, there's some old apple tree. Just a restin', th- through and through, I could get along without nothing else at all to do. Only just a wishin' you was a getting there like me. And June was eternity. Lay out there and try to see just how lazy you can be. Tumble round and souse your head in the clover bloom or pool. Your straw hat across your eyes and peek through it at the skies, thinkin' of old chums that's dead. Maybe smiling back at you, and betwixt the beautiful, clouds of gold and white and blue, month a man can riley love. June, you know I'm talking of. March ain't never nothing new. April's uh, altogether too brash for me, and may I just abominate its promises. Little hints of sunshine, green around the timberland. A few blossoms, and a few chip birds, and a sprout or two. Drop asleep, and it turns in for daylight and snows again. When June comes, clear my thumb. With wild honey, wrench my hair in the dew, and hold my coat, whoop out loud, and throw my hat. June wants me, and I'm despair. Spread them shatters anywhere. I'll get down and wallow there. And oblige to you at that. You've been listening Morning Synth But haven't you always been? Steady as she goes One foot in front of the other It's time again For yet another Episode of Morning Synth To take you back to the times before When everything Was new and old at the same time, and always was. Good luck and goodbye, and see you again, next time.